Welcome to Strictly Confidential with your hosts, Vicky and Anna. How are you? I'm good. So nice to see you here. You too. I feel like we should do a spoof ad. What could we do? Do you remember My Baby Orgon when we were little? Me, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) But me and my best friend used to do the song to My Baby Orgon. Do you remember it? And then she she ate fake cherries. It was a doll that you could feed, and she ate fake cherries. And used to go, My baby Orgon, you make it all gone. Mmm, smells like cherries. I swear this is an 80s thing I didn't experience. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up, you tiny child. <laughs> I know the baby that used to wee. Baby wee wee. So, um, we had that. But here we are. Kids. Welcome. Welcome to the Strictly vlog. Welcome to the stage. We're here with Strictly Confidential. It is episode one. Can you believe it? Come take a bow. <laughs> this is going to be one of those things where we think we're hilarious and people are listening to this just going, what the fuck? Um... No, they're going to agree with us wholeheartedly. We've seen been crying out for someone to do something a bit more cutting edge. Someone a bit more foul-mouthed. That's what they want. We'd like to take this opportunity to say we are in no way affiliated with the BBC. In Copyright no to way the BBC. At all. We bow down to the BBC. No way affiliated with Strictly whatsoever. Which does mean that we can say naughty words. How exciting! We can say fuck and bugger, so if your sensibilities may be offended, or indeed if you're listening with children, maybe don't do that. I mean, if you've seen Anton's Latin, you're going to be saying fuck and bugger quite a lot, <laughs> to be fair. I love Anton, but... Big up Anton. Big Anton fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're really confidential. We are a little bit on the down low, on the QT and strictly... Hush, hush. Just to clarify, we're two girls sat in a library on a Saturday morning, um, just just having... We're maxing relaxing. We are. We're sipping the fizzy pink. To clarify, right now it's spring water, but... We have ambitions of the fizzy pink. We think when we're, when we're, when we're obviously talking to you right after is Strictly, which is what the aim of this is, we'll be far more rowdy. So, I mean, this is just... Welcome. Different. Exactly. This is tip of the... Dance iceberg, <laughs> the iceberg of dance, which we shall crash into shortly. I feel like that's quite a good name for this iceberg of dance. <laughs> um, also, Anna, shall we introduce ourselves? We should, or we could introduce each other. Do you want to introduce yourself? I don't feel like do justice to you. To be oh, fair. who could really? Come on, you go Anna first. Anna is lady of leisure, residing in the Pimlico. <laughs> Writing for the Kensington and Chelsea, Chelsea. K- Kensington, Chelsea and Westminster today. Don't wear it out. <laughs> you can see me writing about all sorts, including dance, on kcwtoday.co.uk. Comment Check. and interact, bitch. Yeah, like. comment and interact on my fine pieces. And Vicky is a dance writer. You can see her in many publications, including Dancing Times. Dancing Times, baby. Um, what else do I do? Uh, I basically write for anyone that'll let me, um, let's say. Dance critic. Critic. Dance, dance critic. Darling. And yes, I, I know I am young for a dance critic. I go and sit down at the Royal Opera House and genuinely people sat next to me go, oh, you're terribly young to be here. And I feel like, well. Well, well take a look around you, Ulster. 
Yeah. Your old yeah. fogey. No, I'm essentially waiting for all the, the established dance critics to die before I sort of take <laughs> over the world. Um, that's, that's the long-term goal. I, yeah, I, I, I also write for LondonDance.com. I'm waiting for no one to die. <laughs> I'd like to clarify. Um, I don't am. mean that. I am, maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, London Dance, Dancing Times, uh, where else? Culture Whisper, and I genuinely can't remember who I write for. Because it's so Broadway, many people. Broadway World. So check her out. Check, check out, her check out. out my blog. Check out my blog. <laughs> check out my blog. I got your blog, babe. You just stopped the <laughs> Way funnier before. <laughs> But we love dance and we do dance ourselves. We do ballet, we do swing drive, we do ballroom and Latin and Argentine tango. And we love to chat about it. And you can do dance too. We essentially, this, the, the, the way this blog came about was the fact we, yeah, we have quite a breadth of, well, a smattering of knowledge about a lot of things yes. in dance. And we just felt there's nothing like this two girls just chatting about what they think. Yeah, just having a chat about dance and chatting about Strictly in a let's have a real deep dish way, but also let's have a look at the actual dance kind yeah, of way. Yeah, I, I feel like we're doing the job that it takes two used to do with Claudia Winkleman, but now it's gotten very dry. Um, no offence. No offence, but like, they can't say fuck all bugger. They can't, they and everything can't. is just always described as so wonderful. On, on it takes two now and there's no there's no shade and I want we want to throw some shade we do I want to throw some Chloe Hewitt style shade um, to the, those who don't know Chloe Hewitt came on it takes two to replace Karen Hardy in choreography corner um, for a few weeks over the last series and she was just so delightfully honest about not thinking things were great um, I so hope she gets a pro partner this year big up Chloe hi Chloe if you ever listen to this <laughs> I think she's probably you know she's She's young. She's probably on Snapchat or something. Oh, one of these things. The Snapchats. The Snapchat. Should should we talk about something? Let's 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 let's. Because I know, <laughs> I know what you might be thinking, dear listener. Let's let's. Um, you know, it's barely summer. We're, we're beginning of June. Some and you, might say premature. Some might say, but you know, for us, it's always pre strictly season. It's always pre autumn winter, really, in our world. And there is so much to chat about. There really is. What are we going to chat about? Well, my my area of, of choice for today is is the selection of tours and shows I've seen from the from the pros over the last few months since Strictly finished. I've seen the Strictly tour. Uh, I've seen Jeanette and Ali Ash and remembering Fred. Uh, this this week just gone, I saw Joanne Clifton in Thoroughly Modern Millie, and next week I'm seeing The Clifton Show. The Clifton <laughs> Show. We need a jingle for that. Featuring. Everyone loves The Cliftons. <laughs> 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 um, with Gorka, it's worth saying, no one is, oh. no one's talking about Gorka. The Clifton Show featuring Gorka. Featuring Gorka in, in The Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> In the ensemble, I, I feel I wish it had a corpse, so that would make my day. Um, so the cordable room, the cordable room, <laughs> technical term there, um, and excitement that although Natalie Lowe is no longer, I was going to say with us, she's, she's not dead. <laughs> she's not dead. She's not dead. But no longer going to grace us with her amazing presence on Strictly. She's <laughs> she's got a new show called Rip It Up, which is coming, Ooh. I believe. Well, it's coming into London in September, 
um, might be elsewhere before then. So excitement about that. Ooh, say more. Say more. I, I wish I knew more. <laughs> um, it features also Jay McGuinness and oh. Lewis Smith. Hello. You have things to say. I have things to say. I want to ch- I want to chat about men. For, for a sec, I'm can we, can we chat about men? I want no, it's a very serious point, I feel. Uh, <laughs> no, it is. Men. <laughs> men, discuss. Um, men in dance, though, I'm encouraging guys to get into dance, men and boys. And I think this is really important because, of course, we had Ori winning the last season, which I didn't, I didn't vote for him, but I think it was very well deserved. I think his show dance was just suited so perfectly to him. It took me a while to locate it in my brain, but that was the one with the drums, wasn't it? It was the very golden age of Hollywood, yes. very Clifton-y, and, but very orange. Clifton, can I just say, having seen this on tour, he partnered Karen Clifton in the tour, and mm. they danced this routine. Um, and I found it really funny because at the end of uh, the performance, they kind of go over to the judges like they would in the show and Karen does this little speech to like little girls watching about how they can dance on drums too if they work hard but I found it really touching at the time but then having like gone on forums and looked at other people's thoughts on it heard she said it in every location they visited and you know when it's like oh that's not so sincere anymore it's not improvised from a from the place from, in our yeah heart. from a just Clifton bot Oh. <laughs> I know I like how it has to kind of be that way though it's such a massive I tour yeah. well I, I do get what you're saying yeah um, but going back to Ori yeah well deserved nice guy and I'm not sure, so sure how I feel about his embarking on a career in dance broadcasting it's controversial because I know he's a sports broadcaster dance sport dance sport it's not for me it's not the same although dancers are athletes in many ways for me it's not the same thing and i'm not sure just because you've been on strictly you have it's a different knowledge base it is it is i'm I'm trying not to be horrible here um possibly the last time i will try not to be horrible here but (laughs) what what i struggle with and this is going to sound really up myself but um, so when Anita Rani was on Strictly and did really well, she presented the tour and then uh, she became a something with Northern Ballet. She's like endorsing them. Or, okay. And, and big up Northern Ballet. Big up Northern Ballet. We love Ballet. them. Shout out. Sorry. Give continue. Us all continue. The free shit, Northern Ballet. Um, and I've seen her since at like you know press night. She's like supporting Northern Ballet like as they tour. Great, which is um, great. And so I feel like that's more authentic, and she genuinely loves loves coming to dance. see dance. Whereas Ore only ever see him pop up at a dance thing when he's working at it and I, I want to see a dance presenter actually with an interest like as much as I don't think Darcy Boss was a born presenter uh, I appreciate her knowledge she is, and she just has a screen presence as yeah. well which is fantastic and I mean you just need to look at her if you don't want to listen to her you need to just I look mean her. yeah and she brings something which I think a trained TV personality couldn't bring. no I like her relative lack of media training um I know, I totally agree. And maybe we're coming at it from quite a biased position where we write and record about dance ourselves, but I think, yeah, there needs, I think there should be room for people who are yeah, we're serious get, about dance. We're going to get a wake-up call when we listen to this back and it's a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they think they know about dance broadcasting. <laughs> listen to their scrappy blog podcast shiz. And we're going to sell out as soon as the BBC offers us, like... 
presenting the tour. Yes. Have you ever seen um, Dancing with the Stars and how they do it? I've seen it when I've been on holiday in the States and I was just like, oh my goodness, because it's so different. Because they have... Um, they have what I think Strictly needs is, which is um, after it's just finished live, you can press like their equivalent of the red button or go online or whatever, and there's there's like a professional dancer and presenter like chatting in a little box studio somewhere. Oh, we set. could be in a box. <laughs> We're always in a box. We are. We'll always be catching a box. Um, and you know, and I imagine talking about what is quite an unscripted, unrehearsed sort of reaction to what's gone on. That's a really nice idea. I know, I like it, I like it. Uh, series 1 of Strictly, FYI, it finished. Oh, she has the knowledge, I just want to say. She has been on Strictly Superfan Quiz before. More, like, she knows her shit. More on that later. More, more, more later. One of the eight people to watch Series 1. <laughs> and um, back in the day when BBC Three existed and Justin Lee Collins did the sister show. Oh, Halcyon <laughs> Days. Um... As, as the final finished, you flicked over onto BBC Three and you had Justin Lee Collins just literally bouncing around the set, going, How, what did that happen? Blah! And it was just so raw and brilliant and, like, Natasha Kalinske was a bit pissed and, like, <laughs> Brendan went off and did something and Camilla was probably crying in a corner and, I want this back! We, we need the chaos back. It, I think since about Series 8, which was 2010, uh, it's become very rehearsed and polished. Yeah, I was going to say finessed and polished, and which isn't necessarily a bad thing at all, but... That's since Louise Rainbow came in. Okay. I have opinions on Louise Rainbow. Oh, production. Production um, chat. She, she has a Twitter account where she, she doesn't say anything, but she just follows all the pros to keep tabs on them, FYI. Oh, FYI. Check it out. Okay. That, that, that's okay. just like... We're saying it because we can. We're bringing <laughs> she, you the news, no one else I, will print. I feel awful because that's pure shade I got just from James Jordan's Twitter account and I mean I should be doing I have no time for James Jordan let's make that clear well but I do enjoy uh, you know blocking him and then unblocking him at various <laughs> intervals just to passive aggressive message just, at James Jordan just to pass the time <laughs> <laughs> just when she's not recording podcasts that's what she does yes yes that's all I do but to oh, get we, back to our men, remind us to to do a special blog on the Jordans, please. The Jordans, the Jordan dynasty. <laughs> the Jordan dynasty. Perhaps going back to you know the original power couple of Strictly the Bennett Coppolova dynasty. Mm, um, a Strictly dynasty. What about just Strictly married couples over the years? Yeah, yeah. Would, a primer, a, a reader's guide to Strictly dynasties. Would Would we include Nicole and Matthew Cutler in that? I feel it's complicated. It's too complicated. Oh, boyfriends and girlfriends have come out of Strictly. Yes. Like Pasha. Yes. They're still together. They are still together. Muzzle to them. Muzzle to our beauty. Very made much, it work. Very much on the lowdown too, and I like that. I know, I love this. I just feel that that's quite cute and um, lovely. And uh, Flavia and Jimmy still happily married. I say still, like, of course they are. I don't, I'm not doubting your, your love. Um, and I re- yeah, I was sad when Cara and Lata ended, actually. I thought... Yeah, I thought they were a nice pairing, but it sounded like just location-wise they, they couldn't make it work because he was always in the States and now he's obviously on Dancing with the Stars, mm. um, as is Gleb, FYI. Um, the, the last season of Dancing with the Stars, which I think has just finished, um, had Gleb and Artemis prose and it, it, it was hot. <laughs> 
that's all she has to say about that. <laughs> End of Dancing with the Stars, season 24 discussion, or whatever it is. No, season 33? Oh, God. Is it really? Genuinely, because they do two a year. Oh. And they started about a year after Strictly. Wow. Okay. No, Survivor is on 33. I think it's season 24, sorry. So, can someone email in and just... Can someone Google that for us? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 24. Let us just Google that. Um, but what was I saying about men? I was saying... <laughs> no, I, lo- I know already deserved it. And I loved Jay to absolute bits. And I love Lewis Smith. I really did. I'm kind of disappointed in him after Strictly and his media presence and how he presents himself on game shows and Lewis stuff. Smith? Yeah. What's he, what's he done? I'm not really up to date with... Well... I don't know. He just he doesn't seem the brightest to, to see in the in the job. in the forest or <laughs> But you know, he's a gymnast and they don't have to be poet laureate, but he did he's done a few silly things on Twitter, hasn't he? And I don't, don't know. Him. So um, engaged in this. <laughs> just just blocking and unblocking Jordans, that's all she does. <laughs> don't tweet at us because that's she won't ever read it. Um, but you know, as a dancer, I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of pleased that the dance world in general, not just kind of the Strictly universe, is having to think about getting men and boys more involved in dance. Yeah, I feel. It, um, what am I actually saying? I don't know. I think because I see obviously just a lot of like the finished product dance, like yeah. you know, you go to the ballet and there's plenty yeah. of guys on stage and you forget up through, when you, as you go up starting them as kids, yeah. you know, you, you're going to have classes where you've got 20 girls and two boys and yeah. you know, partners and um, I'm hoping, you know, Strictly's changing that in any way. I hope so. I mean, as someone who goes to adult dance classes a lot, um, we have very, very few I was going to say boys, men, you were grown ass men. Uh, we have very few men in ballet class, which I would love to see that changing. Um, things like the more ballroom and Latin kind of styles is a bit different. In my experience, people tend to come as couples. So you will have mm. husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend coming, not any single men. guys. Yeah. Yeah, I about, this is a while ago now, maybe about a year ago, I tried out a dance. Uh, boring dance class locally um, and to my absolute amazement there were a couple like men who came by themselves who weren't mm. 80 years old mm. um, yes. and it was really nice um, I didn't go back though just because I'm a lazy bitch but no it was, it was on a Tuesday and that's when I'm always at the theatre on a Tuesday just tends to be the critic night. darling critic critic press press press, press. press tuckets, Tuesdays <laughs> be there All with there. press in your hat press Press, with press, pass. Free wine, I'm there. That's why she goes. <laughs> it's just for the canapes at Northern For Valley. wine and Dars. Can hi, Dars. Can I just say, hi, Dars. Hi, Dars. Hi. Hi. Love you. You're going to be our friend. You don't know it yet, but you love us. And you're going to be a guest on episode 20. Yeah. Fizzy um, pink with Dars. I think that... Oh. Oh, I'd love to have a pint with Dars. Would you not a love... Pint. A pint. <laughs> Does Dars drink pints? It's so Northern. <laughs> <laughs> a, gla- a, gl- a glass of fizz with Dars would be my absolute life. Dars, I can pay you about eight quid. Two pound fifty. <laughs> She's got ten pound fifty now <laughs> for a fee. Dars, if you're listening. If you're listening, Dars. And you want ten pound fifty and to drink. A and a glass of fizzy pink with us. Come on. Give us a There's tweet, babe. What were we talking about? We were talking about men in dance. Um, um, okay, I'm just saying Northern Ballet. Northern Ballet. Um, press nights. 
best press nights ever Northern Valley if anyone affiliated with them is listening love you anyone else um, get on board with their press night just style. yeah just get in if you can um the, the one just gone for Casanova walk in collect, collect the tickets get my glass of fizz and then there's like lovely saddle as well as people walking around with the canapes mm-hmm. canapes include you know the little mini Yorkshire pudding oh mini Yorkshire puddings uh, for Northern Valley I know I love that. there was like a salmon one which I didn't have because I don't like fish but you know you know when you're just like this is like my life yeah <laughs> and I'm, I'm living, living my life and I and I um me and my friend we were just chatting in the corner and the only annoying thing is like is I can't eat without making a mess so you know I have like this Food all over my face Everywhere. before it starts. Cookie monster. And who do I see at the interval but Das? Das. Das. And I feel like, you know how we queued for her at Move It for like a million hours? We did. We queued to have books signed by Das. It was worth every second. It was worth every second. And she talked to everybody in that queue, gave them proper time. And we were at the back of the queue. She'd been doing it for at least 45 minutes an hour. And she still had time for us to chat with us. What a classy lady! Anyway, Pure class act, and her husband was there managing the queue, which I think is brilliant that her husband's like on fan management. They're just a little team that work so well together. Huge, and he was wearing a DD Mix T-shirt. Just FYI, um, but yeah, Northern Ballet, she was there, and I, I I didn't see her before it started when there was like another like the main reception, and I said, oh, Dars is here, Dars, 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 and she was literally beside me having a conversation with someone. So I waited till she she looked kind of done, and then I sort of went up to her and was like, can I have a quick photo? Um, and I, I sort of tried to, I didn't know how she'd try and escape if she, you know, want to go or if she chat. Mm. So I just said to her quickly, oh, this is quite funny because, like, I queued for you for, like, an hour at Move It, but now I can just step up to you and have a picture. And I think she understood it as we didn't get to meet her at Move It. And oh. she, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, no, it's fine. And then, and then, <laughs> best moment of my life, I said, oh, I love Northern Ballet, you know, did you see Grace Gatsby sort of um, did you see 1984 mm-hmm. sort of thing? And she's like, no, I didn't, but I really love this company. Um, saw Great Gatsby and it was fantastic. And I was like, are you enjoying are you enjoying Casanova so far? And she's like, yes, but I want it to get hotter. <gasps> I, I, yes. I, I left my daughter at home for a reason. For a reason. And that reason, Dars, is the filth. The filth. She loves a bit of filth though, doesn't she? love Dars. Like, She's great. I don't, she was, it was great, great Dars action because she was relaxed. She wasn't in strictly mode. Yeah, she wasn't being diplomatic. She wasn't in controversial like management mode. No. She was in, I'm relaxing, having a nice time at the theatre. And she wants to see Bill. So, <laughs> I say bring on the film. I just think, I just think we're all on the same page with Dars. I think... My, um, I've got a friend who um, loves Dars too. She used to work at the RA. No, she she studied at the RAD, and uh, she's a big fan of Dars as well. And she she also thinks underneath all that, you know, classy facade, there's there's a lot going there's, on. There's there's yes yes love it. love it. So let's have a little chat about last season strictly. I feel we should sum up our feelings before we move on to like hot current goss. Um, I don't know how useful I'm going to be in this segment because I feel since about you're going to see a theme here since about 2010 2011. The seasons have merged into one for me. I don't know if that's just when I sort of aged. I think that's getting older, babe. I think. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? Um, Let me tell you, as an older lady. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. This is around the time I went on the show that Anna was talking about that tested my strictly knowledge. And I think since then, I was so wrapped up in remembering the scores for every single dance, knowing my moment would come. And it did. It did. 
um, I just let go and enjoyed it more as a yeah. casual viewer. Rather than memorising. Yeah. Got very drawn into 2015 with Katie Durham of... Oh, you did like her a lot, didn't you? Hi, Katie, if you're listening. I love you and I'm sorry I freaked you out at that press night where I met you. Ooh. Laters. Okay. Laters. Okay, that's for later. Um, <laughs> it's just, just embarrassing. Like, I was so like, I got, I got on the wrong tube home that night. I was so like wrapped up in um, <laughs> messing up in front of Katie Durham. Dear. She's a babe though. Oh, babe. Right. But yeah, so last, so last year, season. Hang on, yeah, it was 2016 last year. It was indeed, well done. <laughs> oh, I'm so pleased with myself. So pleased. So standout moments for you. I think for me, uh, and this should be a gif, and this should be with me in my whole internet presence ever. It should just be a loop of Giovanni spinning forever and ever and ever. Just but spinning and spinning. With Giovanni. Laura just stood there. Just stood there. Waiting. And he's spinning. He's just spinning. Waiting. He's just spinning. Spinning. Make us that gif, someone. It, it does exist. Strictly Gifts Twitter account. Hi. Hi. Shout out Strictly Gifts. Very. That was my that was my moment, really, of the season. What a worthy cause. Mm. Um, so excellent. And I think I, I liked I liked Giovanni a lot in his own. Giovanni. 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 Um, with Georgia, I thought they were a great partnership. And obviously, that was his first year, um, so he was quite careful. Um, I, I also yeah. think he didn't speak much English in 2015. So his English has improved vastly, so much. and he's got. English humour a bit more. Yeah, he's he's quite dry. He's yeah. I just remember him on It Takes Two and Zoe Ball, kind of slightly making fun of how we said Charleston, Charleston, and we just <laughs> kind of deadpanned it and just went, yeah, that's what it's called. And I just wet myself. Um, it's but the, since it's then, the little thing. It's the little thing. It caused the incontinence. Giovanni. Um, anyway. Um, also, I just want to have a little moment to talk about Judge Rinder. Oh, babe. Babe, what a babe. And also, I think, especially towards the beginning, I think, like, see, he did stick around for a lot longer than most people thought. Yes. And I think towards the middle end of his Strictly career, I think the producers must have had a word with him because at the very beginning, I was like, yes, he's bringing back the high camp which Strictly loves and needs and adores, and we don't acknowledge the utter campness of it a lot of the time, do we, anymore? And he was bringing that back, being an absolute queen, and I loved it. And then I feel the producers made him go down the hole, oh, my teacher, oh, I love my teacher. They work so hard, and they do. The pros don't get enough praise, and yeah, credit, exactly, because what they do is is incredible. They They work seven days a week for four months, and... And teaching's hard. Yeah. It really is. And, and there's definitely uh, different abilities amongst the pros in teaching, I think. Completely. Um, which is really interesting to watch, and that's why I like it when the pros stick around for, say, three or four years, and you can see what they do with Yeah, different and abilities. how they develop as teachers, and yes. However, I think the producers maybe made him turn the volume down a little bit on the high campness. It's a shame, isn't it? Because it, it is a shame. I mean, there's been talk of, every year there's talk of a same-sex partnership, um, I and think it, we I should just go don't... for it. I think we should have Grace and Perry on in dresses. I think we should really. It's just never going to happen to a like family show on the BBC, though, is it? I and wish it would, though. I wish we could. Oh, I know. I be mean, there. and that's why I feel I'm, I'm sad that BBC Three is no longer here to facilitate that sort of yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. Which would be great because dance, unfortunately, um, is so. 
gendered out of necessity sometimes because mm. men and women's bodies can do different things but there's lots of ways in which we can play with it I think um, men, and and women, men and women's bodies can do different things quote Anna Kretschmann oh my god <laughs> you know what I mean We've just been talking about men too much. <laughs> um, no, I like I loved him, and like you say, I felt like he was definitely reined in as it yeah. went on, which and I found a little disappointing. Which just made the partnership more beige because I Completely. really liked Oksana. Oksana was sort of like my body goals, hair goals, everything. Gold goals. Gold goals. I'm not even sure she's going to come back again because. She didn't really get to say much because of Judge, mm. um, and I feel like she could be quite, quite funny given. Yeah, given she just life. had a little. And I think she might be, depending on whether she's invited back, she'd be one of those sort of one-hit wonders in the. Oh, in the strictly. In the strictly talks. closet, oh. along with uh, Jared Murillo and uh, Haley Holt, and no, not Katia. She's more than one series, isn't she? Um, the one series wonders. What can we say? I hope she's not one because I really liked her. And um, can I just say on the Strictly Talk, really appreciated that. Um, so they did, Leslie Joseph and Gorka did their quick step, you know, when she's um, a couple of swells in Easter Parade. Oh, yeah. They did that, and Oksana was a backing dancer in that, and she was blacked out teeth and a little suit and looking really scruffy, and I just thought it was so brilliant that she did that. Um, but Judge, yeah, no, I, I feel he was, uh, he was definitely limited in his fabulousness. Mm. It was like Craig saw him and was like, no, I should be the only queen here. Mm. Mm. But can we just have a moment? Can we gather round and just have a moment for Queen Ote? I was just, I was going to wonder if we're going to get into this. Do we need to just do a separate sub-podcast on Ote? Just dedicated to worshipping Ote Mabuse. Email him if you listen. We can make this happen. I don't care. I would just sit here and chat about her. <laughs> to a wall. Just to, yeah, to my cat. Um, I think the, the, the dance of the series for me was her samba. Yes. I thought it was incredible. I was going to burst into song then, but I thought I would it. Yes. That's going to come across so well. That's, that's, yeah, it's going to sound wonderful. <laughs> but... A, she is just perfection. She's made out of solid gold. She's amazing, Legs. beautiful lady. Legs up to here. But what a choreographer. And you saw her developing over the series, just exciting choreography, using a traditional samba tune like that, which we seldom hear. Oh, tell me about it. A real oh, like me. Brazilian samba song. And, and I loved the contrast. I love how it started so slow and like undulating and then aye, just aye. popped and fierceness and wonderful open shirtness. And carnival. Yeah, and, and she was just such a carnival queen. I loved her costume. Oh, well. and look look her up on YouTube and her competition sambas as well, yeah. because you can see some of the choreography that she's kind mm. of picked and mixed in. Yeah. Oh. It was great she had someone she could literally just work with. Because he had the ability. Yeah, yeah. Just at a professional level. And that was great to see. Uh, certainly after her first season where she had a she guy... She didn't get with, to do much. She had a guy with one arm, basically, one functioning arm. Anthony Agogo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, you know, happen to do a drive to wake me up before you go-go. And you're injured. Because of the humour. Uh, <laughs> Uh, humour. Thanks, BBC. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Thanks, Louise Rainbow. Great production decision. 
Um, can we stop? Can I just, if, if you're listening, you won't be, but maybe someone can pass it on. Can we stop the week one dances being linked to... To what they do. Judge Rinder Mercy. I'm trying to think of another example. They do do it. They do. They're like, oh, I'm a TV chef. I'm going to oh, dance true. as a chef. Oh, and an Ainsley Harriet did shake, rattle and roll, and um, Love's lost hands. I mean, I don't know if I would miss it, because it is so grown. It's kind of become of a, a bit of a... Pa- like a panto institution, where you're just like, oh, If God. there's a particular song and contestant that it's just a great marriage and it would work and be funny, fine. But when they're really scrappling... When they're scraping the barrel. Scrappling, I don't know if that's a word, sorry. It is now. It is. English um, is an evolving language. Um, it is, it is. What did, did... I feel like Leslie Joseph probably danced to the birds of a feather thing at some point. Oh, she my didn't, God. She's probably planning to. They probably made plans to at some point exactly. and then got rid of her. I can go back to Leslie. Her Charleston, one of my favourite dancers of the series. Really, was it? Yeah. Um, again, she did it on the tour and so energetic and so precise never got that's behind that's true that is very true um, and I know they kept going on about it and it was like I'll oh, give it a rest but as an older lady as well what fabulous shape she's in yeah um, really energetic never miss came off the beat Mm-mm. and just a really really uh, admirable performance and I, I don't I, I'm, it was a shame that her age became everything out. Yeah. It was like when Katie Darren was on, it was like, oh, she's so pretty. And it was like, well, let's, let's talk about that. something else because that's not everything. That doesn't make her a good dancer. Mm. That, we'll, we'll get on to Katie Darren and her struggle with Latin and Anton another time. Another time. That's for later on. And that's for the sub podcast where I just rant <laughs> <laughs> about shit. Um, but Otie, though, I just want, I just, I just can't. I, can't overstate how much I admire her. She's she's gorgeous, and I really think that she brought out a lot in Danny as well because he started off as a bit of a Ken doll. I thought. Yeah, it was. You didn't think he was going to have much personality. And to be fair, there, there wasn't like it's not like he was a Rinder. <laughs> I can't. Um, but it, it got better. I, I really. I, I think my struggle with the recent series was there was not many big personalities in it. Louise Redknapp brought me to tears. Sorry. Oh, good lord! But she's a mum, you know. She's, a, she's mummy. a mum. And I think, oh, as well. Like, let's talk about costume for a sec, because I know, like, fair enough. People have preferences about what they want to wear, and Lord knows, Latin costumes especially can be extremely yeah. revealing, and you might not be comfortable with them. I just kind of thought a lot of the time, though, costume were a bit stuck with what to do, and mm. a lot of the time they ended up having to shove something on her that didn't look very good, that looked quite baggy, that ruined the line, and yeah. I was a bit... Ruined the line, darling. That's the most important thing, ruined the line. And, and she she had quite nice... Um, she obviously had ballet training at some point in her life, so her, her movement was quite elegant. Um, and sometimes a costume just ruined her yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, and there were, for the first sort of five or six weeks, she had some bizarre baggy creations that deliberately baggy around the tummy area when she's a skinny girl I mean yeah she's had kids so I guess like she might be a bit insecure about that area but there's ways around that that are not like a sack just around it, yeah it really was so distracting for me mm. and I think costume weren't allowed to do yeah what they do best because they're just they are fabulous yeah um who else was in the series <laughs> I'm trying to think something else did, I know Ali Ash was with Daisy who's Jeanette with? Long pause. Long 
Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. Oh, no, she was out first with Melvin, wasn't she? Mm. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. Um, but wrapping up about last series, can we just talk about the ridiculous kind of confected race racism. row, racism debacle. That's that right, we're, we're going there. That the tabloids just made up. Because if you've cast your minds back to the beginning of last series, and Melvin was off first, wasn't he? Quite rightly Which, so. Which, quite rightly so. I mean, he came back and won the bloody Christmas special I because, don't, like, for some reason. Controversial, but I don't even watch the Christmas special now because it pisses me off. Oh. you got Len sat there like fucking Santa. Everyone's just a bit pissed by then. Everyone's pissed and tired. Giving tens to everyone. Let's not talk about the Christmas special because she'll get pissed off. She'll get annoyed. I'm getting quiet. She's getting riled. I'm getting rowdy just thinking about it. But Melvin made a comeback for Christmas special, and you know, kind of good for him in a way. But Melvin he was terrible. My favourite Christmas film. And he Is ruined it? it? He ruined it for you. Forever. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I didn't appreciate Jeanette in an elf outfit. I didn't appreciate him in an elf outfit. She didn't appreciate it. At all. At all. I can't tell you anyone else who's in that Christmas special because this is like it's so tarnished by that she, fucking oh, elf. Whipped, I've started it on one now. But he was not a good dancer. No. He deserved to be voted off. But suddenly good enough to win the Christmas special. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm She's done. done. Are you done? Mm. Are you done? I'm going to just look at my phone. She's just... Bit. Okay. So Melvin was voted off. He wasn't a good dancer. And then Tamika was voted off. And she was an alright dancer for the beginning of the series. But in that dance-off, she, she deservedly went home, in my opinion. And also, I mean, not this isn't her fault, but poor concept for, I think it was a tango. Yeah, it tango. wasn't, no. Obviously, Gorka is, is new and probably wouldn't wasn't sort of confident enough to sort of say the reason in this shit idea. Yeah, Let's not do that. it wasn't good. Um, and, you know, she was average, she was okay. She wasn't great. A lot of people warmed to her personality. I personally found her a little bit too in your face and a bit too keen for the screen time in the, the Claude A little bit, and I think I think that we've got like a type character now in Strictly, the larger bubbly lady. Yes. The kind of... Um, and I'm sorry, but Middle England, the watchers Strictly don't appreciate that. They don't. I think it's a bit of a set character now, and yeah. I think we need to branch out a little bit. But, you know, on dance technique, these two deserved to be hmm. voted off, and then the tabloids were like, oh, Strictly racism. Because they happened to have got rid of two black people in the first two weeks, which in itself to me is racist, saying, well, black people f- famously can dance, can they not? They're good at those people, they're, they're good at that, aren't they? And I just think it was absolutely ridiculous. And we didn't talk about how Oti Mabuse has been the first black professional on the show, was an outstanding choreographer, one of the best choreographers we've ever seen on the show, got to the final. Aria Duba won the whole bloody thing and we didn't talk about that did we no we didn't i'm, I'm just letting you talk because it's 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 flawless flawless also i haven't finished also <laughs> no i know things are different between here and the states so for example on dancing in the star dancing in the stars dancing with the stars on the, moon. <laughs> on the moon um you know talking about ethnicity is very different in the states and i don't know if there's a conversation about it in dance at all there certainly is over here with oh i can, I can reignite the race row though oh can we um in dancing with the stars so mm. i don't know if you heard but in the most recent season simone miles you know who she is yes we simone love simone miles 
Gemma's the most fabulous Gemma. She is oh. incredible. She's like this four foot something pocket rocket, incredible. Incredible Gemma. Um, I mean, you know what it's like in Dancing with the Stars. They give everything a ten. I think they would have given someone elevens if possible. Yes. Um, and she was getting pretty much perfect scores from an early stage. Um, very controversially voted out at the semi-final. My God, darling. My God. Um, and they had a really sweet partnership. So that was a big shame. Um, the look on Len and Julianne's face when they read that out, like, utter bereavement. Wow, I did not know that. She's incredible. Oh, although, uh, actually, no, I've just completely ruined my argument because another um, black girl called, uh, I can't remember her name, She's made, she made the final. I should know if she won. I don't know who won it. But she was from Fifth Harmony. Oh, um, the pop group. Yes. The popular uh, beat combo. Can I just say, everyone on Dancing with the Stars is younger than us. Now they're on, like, 20. Oh, <laughs> celebrities. They had, um... It's someone that season a couple of seasons ago was like fourteen, which like I give up. Oh no, I give up. No, we don't talk about that. That's why we talk about Strictly only. I know there's never anyone like younger than their late twenties. But my point was, in the states, we might get more used to talking about people who are Hispanic, for example. Mm. And when over here, that's not really a category. Mm. But so we have had non-white dancers in Strictly so yeah so Jeanette and Karen they would be called maybe Latina I don't know how they self-identify I wouldn't want to speak for them but you know they are Latina women and are fabulous dancers and I just don't think it's fair to pick out you know black dancers we can have a broader conversation about ethnicity and dance you know I just that's my thoughts on that basically the sun confected race riots and they should be ashamed of themselves this is recorded the day after the election and um i always find it funny because obviously people like on strictly and stuff they can't really tweet anything particularly political no and i'm guessing most of the pros can't really vote here i'd just be interested to know what they thought mm. of like living in the, obviously they're living in this country now what they thought of the fucking mess we're in now Imagine if Brexit falls strictly pros to it's, be deported. James Jordan's back. Ola's <laughs> <laughs> been deported. Ola's um, gone no, no one had right to remain, so maybe everyone would take Brexit seriously if strictly pros. Like, it's fucking James Jordan, Brendan Cole would rock up for the launch show. That's it, that's all we've got. Because we Brexit, hard Brexit. Hard Brexit, strictly is decimated. <laughs> So, tell us about some of the Strictly pros you have seen. So, where do I start? Um, looking forward, next week I'm seeing Karen and Kevin's show featuring Gorka, Gorks in the Corpse, <laughs> um, um, in Guildford. In Guildford. I have to travel, people. This is a hard life, I think. Hard life, hard life. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I've heard really good things on Twitter, but that's because the Cliftons just retweet every positive comment. So, I mean, I don't really know if that's a balanced uh, balanced view, but I'm really looking forward to it because obviously they've not taught before. This is their first show. And I believe it takes the form of like a journey through their relationship, their meeting, their marriage, oh. and, which is quite nice. It doesn't, you know, it's a change from the normal. Very personal. Yeah, very personal. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that, and um, yeah, I hope it's just not too schmaltzy because I do I do like them as a couple. I think they're you know they're not the typical 
dance couple and you know they're different backgrounds and things yeah they're very personable yeah I, feel. I, I loved Kev before um the sort of the media got hold of him like in his first season he was so sweet Kevin from Grimsley. Why do they get a nickname in the first series that they're in and then it's dropped immediately? Like, we never hear Kevin from Grimsby anymore. Do you think that's it? I think we do. I don't think we do. And we used to get, like, Pasha the Dasher. Um, I think you're making this up. No, I'm not. <laughs> it used to be, oh, Kevin from Grimsby all the time. And now he's just, oh, it's Kevin. That was in the, seri- the, last, the first series he was in was Bruce Forsyth's last series it and was. it was always oh it was a bit Brucey wasn't it, was it? Very it would Bruce. give them the nicknames yeah. that's true and I also think it was at a time when it was like there's no English prose on this anymore so we're going to say he's from Grimsby mm, okay okay I maybe. don't know I, mm, mm. <laughs> but alas yes. also the other Clifton Clifton's sister you're seeing <laughs> what's her name <laughs> um, Joanne Miss Little Miss uh, Musical Theatre mm-hmm. she reminds me a bit of like she's so I'm not going to say loud I, I like you Joanne if you ever listen to this um, I like Joanne I think she's very personable she's very loud very bubbly I'd probably find her a little bit exhausting if I like was spending the evening with her I'd be a bit like I'd need to lie down now. Um, <laughs> lie down in a darkened room she reminds me a bit of having seen her perform uh, like of Annie like a, an adult Annie <laughs> But she is very musical theatre, isn't she? Um, and she, that's what she's good at. That's rumors, what she kind of excels at. Rumours are rife that she will not be in the next season because she's oh. going to pursue musical theatre. That's interesting. Interesting. heard it here first. Or maybe you didn't, but... You didn't. You heard it on Digital Spy, which is where I look. But, you know, credit Digital Spy. Um, so, yes, I saw her in Thoroughly Modern Millie. I'm about six months behind the crowd because I think it's been going since about January. Um, but it came to Bromley this week and I went to the press night. Um, I didn't realise, I've seen Thoroughly Modern Millie, the film, obviously, who hasn't? But I forgot how long it was. And anyone who knows me, Anna knows me well, mm-hmm. she knows I have a short attention span. You know, there's a lot to be said for shorter stuff in dance and theatre, personally. I, mean, I feel longer isn't necessarily what we want. I mean, when we've gone to see Swan Lake together, you just have to dangle something sparkly in front of me, don't you? Just oh, like yeah, yeah, keep her attention. She's like a cat. She's like a cat with a dangly, sparkly thing. And, you know, if there's nothing sparkly for 20 minutes, I'm, I'm out, really. <laughs> so, yeah, the first act of Thoroughly Modern Millie is about an hour and a quarter. Uh, Oh wow! And I mean, I can't remember exactly, but we got we left the theatre just before half past ten. Mm. It was a long, long show, night. and it felt very slow paced. I mean, not just this isn't Joanne's fault, but the whole show it moved so slowly, and because the script is quite dated, it just felt like a lot could be chopped out. It could be updated. It could be updated, and I mean, it, it, you could still be the show if you. you trimmed it by 20 minutes and editing is a good thing you know like we do it with Shakespeare crying out loud we don't have to keep things intact forever and ever and ever we can play with them see the dream Um, and yeah so that was that was a little bit I was I made a little reviewer friend next to me and we were just like huffing so much by the last 20 minutes (sighs) this is so (laughs) painful oh dear Uh, that's a shame and not the cast's fault either no not the cast's fault and they they did try, but the, the problem with Thoroughly Modern Million, why I think it probably hasn't been in the West End or anything for quite a long time, is because there's there's one big song in it that I think, you know, we could probably hum. Yeah, yeah. No one knows the others, and they're, you know, it's it's not... The, the musical score does not grab you in any mm. way. And Thoroughly Modern Million, the song, happens in the first ten minutes. Yeah. So you've sort of had 
had your big moment. And, and then, then there's nothing to look forward to. And then also there's obviously this Mrs. Mears character who owns the hotel. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. And in this day and age, a man dressed up as a Chinese woman who puts on a bit of a thick accent. It's not it's, the best thing. It's awkward. And I'm. it amused me for about 10 minutes. And I thought it would probably, they might drop it after that, but it, it's throughout the whole show. And you're just a bit like, ooh, yeah. And the, the part was played by a man when I saw it, but I know it has been played by Michelle Collins throughout some of the other tour, okay. parts of the tour. Um, don't know how that would have worked. I can't really imagine it being just a woman playing it straight now. I can't imagine it not being racist. Yeah, I know. Really? I mean, anyway, you... I'm talking full oriental makeup. Oh, Chopsticks no. in the hair. No, please. Oh, let me rub out the mark on the floor. Oh, <laughs> for fuck's sake. So, oh. It's terrible. Like, can, we, can we rewrite this, please? Can we just not have this anymore? I mean, I'd argue it's not really a suitable show for revival. I mean, I... Yeah, I reviewed it, I knew what I was going to go and see, but I forgot the sort of issues it raises in 2017. Yeah, you do forget this about like the so-called like classics of Hollywood, like Breakfast at Tiffany's is really racist, for example, like with the upstairs neighbour who, yeah. do you remember? Um, but I've seen that on stage, I didn't feel it was racist, like they managed it, it was alright. Yeah, right. I'm talking about the film. He's though, a fringe so character. You've, yeah, you've got so to kind it's of okay. rewrite these things and update them. You'll and... break my wall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's edit this all out. <laughs> edit out all the racism i feel like we've spent quite a lot of time on it really um <laughs> any more strictly pros coming up that you're seeing um so i'll be seeing uh this new thing called rip it up with jay mcginnis and lewis smith that we Ooh. talked about um like i say it's not coming up till september looking forward to seeing natalie Lowe because um it's a bit of a bit of a strange mix of people really mm. i know natalie often tours with ian um i've not seen one of their shows because it one of those massive tours that has about 70 dates but all in quite small theatres mm-hmm. um, if you see those shows let me know because I just can't imagine what they do for 70 odd shows Mm-mm. I've heard off Digital Spy that it is just a bit of a bitch fest about what happens on Strictly so Ooh. I would like to see it um, sign me up apparently they just slag off all the other pros I've, <gasps> I've heard from I've heard from good sources it's literally just Ooh. them chewing the cud amazing I, I like Ian though because he's obviously he's still affiliated with the show but he has no loyalties to it really yeah and he can just say what he's he wants he's like cut um, uh, yeah so not much else coming up because all the sh- sort of their tours kind of follow quite immediately after the, sh- the season's finished yes um, so yeah Jeanette and Aliashin remembering Fred this was an interesting show and I appreciate that Strictly tours have, have been around the block a bit now, and so people are thinking they need to do something a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, read my review in Dancing Times, FYI. Because <laughs> I can, I can probably <laughs> talk to my agent. <laughs> talk to David. <laughs> um, <laughs> can, can manage it. Um, I probably say it a lot more eloquently there, and I can't remember exactly what I did say, but I fully believed in it, and I, Aliash like Fred Astaire. Mm. You know, there's not many professional dancers that wouldn't be inspired by him in some way. Mm. But I feel like they are kind of shoehorned into this production for really? like the sake of the concept. Okay. And it's coming back. Their tour is coming back. Remembering Fred in 2018, so it's clearly struck a yeah. nerve somewhere. Yeah. Um, but the concept is basically, you you know, the show starts and they say you're in a radio uh, theatre. Okay. And they have lots of talking voices. Um, Darcy, uh, who else? Esther's wife, 
Twiggy, people around that era. Okay. And they talk, but while they're talking, the stage is dark. Like, yeah. It's really bizarre that they've chosen this, the concept of a radio show to do a dance show. Um, yeah. And then they stop talking, and then, like, that'll segue into, like, a, uh, they do this brilliant bandwagon scene. Um, but I'm <laughs> describing this so badly. But it just, it all is a bit, doesn't quite fit together. Okay. Very talented cast. Just um, strange production choices. Yeah, and I feel like Janella, Jeanette and Ali Ash are fantastic in it. Like, mm. Ali Ash especially, all he needs to do is this moment where he just sort of shimmies for a bit. Just shimmies. Like, with a couple other guys in the ensemble and the crowd. Put that on a gif and loop it. Do that. Yes. Viewers. <laughs> viewers, listeners. Whoever you are fuck you're doing here i don't know <laughs> but um yeah there's this bit where he, they just cut loose and he shimmies and it, the audience go crazy i mean that's what well, that's what they want that's what it's they came what you to want. see it's what you want um not all wrapped around this sort of com- complicated fred astaire concept so i hope in the 2018 version they i don't know take amend, that on board and maybe review it you amend know? it it's it's a great show from a dance perspective but there's too much else going on mm. um, for me to think it was a it was a great show um, love there's an amazing sort of more up tempo bit uh, t- just before the interval where Jeanette literally throws herself off like a platform that's on the oh, stage wow. and she's caught by the ensemble and it's, <gasps> it's, it's quite a big platform too and she just does it so fearlessly it's just yeah like, I just love love mini 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 Jeanette yeah. she's just um, but also yeah and another part sort of aspect of it that just was a bit odd is that Jeanette and Aliash are not ballroom dancers primarily they're they're latin they're latin dancers but fred astaire demands some ballroom to of happen. course of course so it's and obviously they've got a big height difference they're about a foot difference between them and mm-hmm. it's, it's just odd that it so doesn't match yeah why have they been chosen and um but i mean it's still worth a watch like there's a lot a lot to enjoy in it mm-hmm. so i mean if you're i think it's finished now but yeah i, I definitely recommend seeing it in, in next year um hoping they've kind of cleaned it up a bit so, what do we know about the upcoming season? Nothing. Nothing at all. Bye. New judge. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye. New judge. New judge. Show. What do we know about her? So I, I know a little bit, not hugely. I know she's a hugely respected figure in the boring world, which is fantastic. I love this. I've been wanting more. In an era where we have faced American Smooth featuring Little Mix. Hmm music mm. and tangos to Rihanna songs mm. and all this shit. Um, I, yeah. I've been wanting some more old school people who know their business. Yeah. So this is all, all ticking my boxes. Yes. So Shirley is the mother of Mark Balas, who is a professional on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. She also sort of, I don't quite understand the link but she sort of brought up Julianne and Derek Huff, okay. professionals over there too. So her whole life has been wrapped up in Boring World and, you know. It's her life. Mm, it's her totally business. Her, life. her and her ex-husband Corky, you know, won everything multiple times. Championes. So. And another lady on mm, the judging panel. She, she just reminds me a little bit of Arlene, actually. That, really? That headshot, they, you know everywhere is, a, is very arlene maybe it's the pose and the hair the arlene style love arlene miss arlene we do love arlene, arlene. arlene you'd be welcome here 
Oh, come on, chat, Arlene. Oh, oh, you're, can you think of the dirt Arlene's got? Ooh, <laughs> the deep dish with that spin-off podcast, The Deep Dish with Arlene. And sell it to the Daily Mail for like a million pounds. Oh, <laughs> she'd love a bit of fizzy pink. She would. Oh. Raging out. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'd love Arlene to come back. But I mean, obviously, it'd be an interesting dynamic with two females on the panel now. I mean, yeah. men you've got, you've got Craig and Bruno, who can't really count as men, so... Oh, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> Edit out. Um, Edit that out. Um, these are not... Uh, it's, are they going to change dynamic, I think? And I'm not sure, is she going to be head judge as well? Yeah, we don't know. Maybe she will take up Len's head judge mantle. There was talk of um, Darce being head judge, which I... Much, I love Darce. Love Darce. Darce's biggest fan, as I think we made quite clear earlier. Very clear. But I'm not sure she's right oh, for head judge. No, I don't think so. She's not a ballroom, she's not a ballroom dancer. dancer. She's not been brought up in that competition world. It would be an insult to have someone like Darce as head judge when you've got Shirley in it. When you have Shirley, exactly, who has been there, danced all the competitions. Can we talk about the fact who they didn't pick? Who did they not pick? Is so, as interesting as who they did pick. Indeed. I mean... A lot of the Strictly Faithful, and I think the sort of older viewer, wanted Anton. A lot of people wanted A lot of people did want Anton. Um, I can understand the, the strengths of that. Yes. But I also think I could probably predict exactly what would happen in my head mm. with Anton as a judge. Mm. I don't think he'd ever surprise me. No. Could he ever say anything nasty? Could he? I don't think he could. He'd just say it was marvellous, wouldn't he? Or maybe he'd reveal a real bad bitch side to him. Maybe he would. I'm just putting it out there. Guys, if, if you have any experience of bad bitch Anton... Ooh, email us. We want to know. I've... I've seen Anton a lot. She's seen him a lot, you know. We dated briefly, no, we didn't. Um, <laughs> we had a liaison. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of Anton since Strictly started, like, with his shows and him out and about at various press stuff. Um, I've never seen him drop the whole Anton... Is he just lovely to everyone all the time? I, but I've heard, you know, that that is all an act. So, but I find it hard given I've seen him so many times and he's always the same character. Yeah. Um, he's got his press face. Yeah, but it's scarily good yeah. if it is a face. Um, and so, yeah, he, he confuses me a bit. I, I want to like him, but I do find things a little bit. We want to get behind the facade, behind the mask. Bring him on. Bring him on. Get him a glass of fizzy pink. My favourite moment ever of seeing Anton was at the Royal Albert Hall once and he was he was eating kettle chips. Kettle chips? So uh, It's the most normal thing you've ever seen in the Yeah, yeah, you know when it's like you were robot. The most I've banal thing. I've seen you eat kettle chips. Kettle so I chips. know you. <laughs> not like not Monster wall- Munch. Not walkers. <laughs> not space raiders. It's probably a, pe- a bucket of kettle chips he paid, you know, two quid for at the Royal Albert Hall. At the Royal Albert Hall. Um, been to the Royal Albert Hall, by the way, bought two glasses of champagne. How much do you think that was? Oh, champagne, not Prosecco. Asked for Prosecco. Didn't oh, asked for Prosecco. Didn't have any Prosecco. Didn't have any Prosecco because it's the Royal Albert Hall. They're time. fucking dead to me. Do you know how much I paid for two glasses? Two small 125ml glasses. Oh, 20 quid. £24. Pounds. £24. Pounds. And I was feeling quite... Quite, I was tweeting my friend, I said, look, let's, we're, we're at the Strictly Prom, we were at the Strictly Prom, and I was like, right, I'm going to get us a glass of fizz each. And I was thinking... Being magnanimous, being a good friend. Yeah, being a nice friend, and I was thinking, you know, it will cost me, what, maybe £16. 24. 20, this is that there London as well, everybody. And you know when they're filling up the glass to the line? Yeah. And 
you're watching your man fill it up and he's been a bit tight and well, I'm paying 24 quid. 24 pounds I'm just gonna hit that line that probably took me a day to earn that yes I work in the arts so. um I don't but back back in the day it might have done um crazy stuff at the Royal Albert Hall champagne and kettle, kettle chips you know you can't you know those strictly wages paying for all that champagne and kettle chips is what <laughs> Royal goes um I'm interested in what they earn, actually, because... I'd love to know. Well, I heard a couple of years ago, or maybe it was longer ago than that, that their fee for the run is about 30k. The pros? Yes. Because I remember Jamelia yeah. being on, I think it was, 8 out of 10 cats, mm. I do believe. This was years ago. Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, they've, they always ask me to be on Strictly. Oh, I'm never going to do it. <laughs> ha ha, Jamelia. Funny, funny joke. Um, and Jimmy Carr asked her, what are they offering you? And she wouldn't say the figure, but she did say, it'd be enough to buy a house. And then Jimmy Carr said, ha 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 in Birmingham, ha ha ha. Um, but... I, they 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 get a, a sizable fee yeah. as, a, as a celeb. I mean, did, I'm wondering, did she mean like a deposit for a house or your actual house? Because um, I mean, it's Jamelia. How much are you gonna pay for? Soz Jamelia. Sorry, Jamelia. I enjoy Jamelia. Come I and drink think pink. Come and drink think with pins. us. Let's <laughs> chat. Let's chat, Jamelia. I enjoyed her. I think she'd be legendary on this. I think she was a lovely dancer actually. But, I loved um, her Charleston. 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 Giovanni. Giovanni. Like Miss Tristan though, her partner. Did you like Tristan? <laughs> he was so like tolerant of her, her crazy. <laughs> he just sat on it takes two with her like, yeah. save me. Yeah. Save me. I'm just a dry, oh. humid Irish man oh. with tattoos. 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 <laughs> well, shall we wrap it up? Yeah. There's things we need you to do for us, dear listener. There you, is. You need to turn this spring water we are now sipping into some fizz pink. Some fizzy pink. We've got dreams. We're going to probably start off with Little Own Brand fizzy pink. Shout out Little, no offence, but we've got dreams of maybe a Sainsbury's Taste the Difference. We've got dreams of Royal Albert Hall. Of Royal Albert Hall, Hall, champagne, not even Prosecco. So you can do this. You can stand as a drink. You can donate to the Fizzy Pink Fund. It's true. On PayPal, you can send us a bit of cash. If, 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 If you enjoyed this, you know. And you want to keep us in the Fizzy Pink that we need to watch Strictly with. To maintain us, really. To maintain us in the style in which we are accustomed. You can PayPal us and you can send us a bit of cash and stand us a drink. Also, we need you to rate, review and subscribe. Spread the word. Wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe to us. And if you're on iTunes, you can rate and review us. And it really, really does help. It takes a minute, it doesn't cost you anything. And it really helps us get other people listening to the show mm. and it would really help if you could do that for us thank you so much i feel like we think we're hilarious and we're just going to read the reviews <laughs> coming in yeah we're going to put it out there and get hate mail these two girls are just racist death threats <laughs> obsessed with race obsessed with race and men and, and oti mabuse legs. Uh, yes and it's all true <laughs> <laughs> So thanks for listening. Thanks for getting this far. If you're listening to this part, yeah, and tweet us. Tweet us at Strictly Confidential. Tweet us, and you know we're we're individually on Twitter. If you'd like to individually send hate mail, yeah, personalised hate mail to each we'll, and every one of us. We'll put our, our Twitter handles in there. 
the commenty bit or wherever in, in the on. yes I don't know what platforms we're planning on sharing us on snapchats <laughs> it won't be snapchat because we're both too old to work it out <laughs> goodbye donate to the frizzy pink fund or you know just send us an email at scdconfidential at gmail.com that's scd for strictly come dancing confidential at gmail.com and send us a tweet at scdconfidential and remember keep dancing